This week on Hey Sis, Eat This, we chat with three of the most sarcastic and funny people we know, the Shaw siblings. After Whitney and I recap our Vegas food extravaganza and update y'all on Mama Ashley's ongoing food storage issues, we sit down to talk with this hilarious trio. We all die laughing as they recount what it was like at their dinner table with Mama Susan at the helm, a very heated Christmas conundrum and getting into lots of trouble along the way. We can't wait for you to join us on this laugh out loud episode of Hey Sis, Eat This. Grab your fork and grab your knife Morning, afternoon and night Mama's recipe and mine We're about to have a good time Hey sis, eat this Hey sis, eat this Woohoo! Yep! Hey sis! Hey sis! Well, we are back from our first official Hasis Eat This business trip. Yeah, in Las Vegas. Yes, we went to the Podcast Movement podcasting conference and we learned a ton. A ton. So much so that I had to stay in LA so that we could have a official Hasis Eat This executive retreat at the Bluffs. Yeah. Well, and I love it because we're here together and it's so special when we get to record together. I know. This is actually the first time since the intro that we've sat down. Yeah. That we've got to sit together. I know. It's kind of nice. And it's rainy outside and cozy in here. And I love it. Well, I think that we got to point out some of the food highlights from Vegas because we did we did eat our way through Vegas and it was pretty awesome. Uh, Yes. I love Vegas food. Mm hmm. It's Me too. awesome because there are so many different kinds of restaurants. They're all done up. The food's always great. You can eat at five different places a day. Well, also, I think it's cool that there's so many chefs that we love and admire that have restaurants there. Yes. So I think of note was Bobby Flay's restaurant Amalfi at Caesars Palace. And, you know, we're huge fans of Bobby Flay. And this did not disappoint. It's Italian themed. Which is interesting because he's more on the Southwest kind of That's what he's known for. Yeah. Uh So to go into this Italian restaurant and have that food, I was really amazed and impressed. Well, if you you are a fan of, what is it, Beat Bobby Flay, you know he can make anything under the sun. That is true. I want to talk about this white bean risotto that we (sighs) had that was just beyond and total panty dropper. Yes. Um, but it didn't have risotto in it. The right. white beans acted as the the rice, so the yes. risotto. And what we did detect was a lot of Parmesan yes. flavor. We both said there's definitely a Parmesan rind up in here. Well, there was a, up in there in that business, <laughs> in that white bean business. There was <laughs> there was some Parmesan rind. So tonight we are going to try and recreate it. We are. I'm going to experiment once again with the Instapot and the dry beans. And I've written up a recipe and we're going to just play around with it tonight. Yes. And see if and we, we can get to Instapot it. together because we mm. don't usually get to do that. Right. And it's a little scary, but we're going to try it. So I, I love it. I love the Instapot. I do too. So that was, that was my favorite, the white bean risotto at Amalfi. What about you? Well, the other standout was Giada's restaurant, mm-hmm. Giada de la Rentes. So good. And... Oh, God, we've just been a fan of hers forever. Yeah. Remember we stood in line to meet her to get the cookbook signed? Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Yes. Yes. She was so cute. She's so adorable. 
Um, yeah, so she has her restaurant, Giada, Avi, it's Italian. And that Cristini to me was my fave. Mm-hmm. It was with whipped ricotta. It had preserved lemons and honey, honey. right? Yeah. Oh, it was so good. That we was- should actually make that tonight too as an appy. Oh, we could do that. We could Ooh, try that. Oh, yes. I have those crostini downstairs too. Oh, perfect. Yeah, amazing. Well, we did that and I mean, everything was really good there. It was. Although I will say, you know, I've talked about my lemon pasta before, mm-hmm. which is all Giada, except mm-hmm. I make a few tweaks. Mm-hmm. So she had a lemon pasta at the restaurant that I was super excited to try, mm-hmm. but I didn't love it as much as that original easy lemon pasta. It was kind of on the creamy side, which I love still, but it wasn't lemony enough for me. Yeah. But the other, the bucatini and the steak yes. with the gremolata was amazing. And yeah. luckily we got to have dinner with our cousin, Danny, so that we could order a yes. lot of stuff. <laughs> we were like, please was, join us. Yes. We can order more food. Yes. He's like, are you sure? I'm like, uh-huh. Yeah. We'll wait for you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have another Hey Sis Dirty Martini and yeah, wait for exactly. you. Um, but, uh, so that was great. And then on our way back from Vegas, we got a chance to listen to a lot of podcasts that we'd heard about along the way. And, um, one of the ones that we love that we're obsessed with is Tyler Florence. Um, he has a new podcast called two dudes in a kitchen with, um, the guy from the bachelor Wells. Wells. Oh my God. He's so cute. But, um, anyway, they were talking about how, if you drink, they'd heard something, I don't know if it was on TikTok or what, or an old wives tale that if you drink uh, what is it? A tablespoon. A tablespoon of if you olive drink oil? a tablespoon of olive oil before going out and drinking, you won't be hung over the next day. It coats your stomach, stomach, I guess. Yes. And as Wells said, that it sounds like a recipe for diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> but nonetheless, I think maybe we should try it. I mean, I'm down. If anything, it's going to be good for our hair, skin and nails. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's do it then. We'll anyway, report back. But it's a really cute podcast and really good cu- cooking tips oh as my well. Gosh, great cooking tips. One of the cooking tips that I took away that I'm going to do, he said that what you should do if you are cutting celery, carrots, onions, you know, have some leftover rosemary, you can put it all in a freezer bag. Oh, yeah. And leave it in your freezer. And then when you get enough, you can use that with even like a chicken carcass that you might've had that you throw in the freezer as well. And you make chicken stock. I know we're going to do that. Yeah. Because it really takes a lot to make a lot of chicken stock. Mm -hmm. So I think we should do it. I was talking to mama about it, which brings me to my other story. I want to tell you, actually, we were talking about it on the way home. Yeah. And I said, mom, just put some stuff in the bag when you make that recipe tonight. And she's like, well, I don't know if I have room in my freezer. And I'm like, Oh, again, my God, the freezer, like you don't have room for a few scraps of carrots and celery. (laughs) Like what is going on in this freezer? One half gallon bag of herbs. Yeah. So I threatened, you know, to go over there and and go through the freezer inventory. Yeah. And then mama called me the other day and said, well, I was going to go to the Nolans who were both on our episode on three and she was going to bring down a brisket, I guess. Mm-hmm. And a prime thing- choice. <laughs> I don't know. I'll ask Andy. But she said, well, I was going to offload that brisket and the um, thing of ribs over to the Nolans because they said that they've got a deep freeze and I can put it in there. So mm-hmm. I'm making room in that freezer because I'm scared of you. <laughs> <laughs> she said she was scared yes. of you. Well, that's so funny because when I talked to her yesterday, I said, 
said, Mom, what did you make for dinner? And she said, oh, my God, we made the best ribeyes from my butcher down in Brenham, you know, the famous (laughs) butcher. So and I know she stores all her Brenham meat in the freezer. So for sure, she's going through that. She's probably like, Big D, we got to eat up all this crap in the freezer. But Whitney's going to get mad at me. Yeah, before Whitney gets home from L.A. That's funny. And she also, speaking of the Tyler Florence podcast, because we also told her about it, she said she put bacon grease on the top of the steak when it was done. And it was amazing. Just a little dollop will do ya. I want to try it in the mayonnaise. Tyler had said to put a little bacon grease in in your mayonnaise, like a Sammy. Okay. All right. We'll have to try it. Yeah. So why don't we talk about today's episode? Yes. Okay. This was a really fun one for me, especially because it is with the Shaws. And Lindsay is one of my besties from high school. And I'm so glad that we have reconnected since I moved back to Dallas. And she's hilarious. And she has two older brothers, Jason and Colin. Jason and Colin. Colin. You'll hear while we use our accents with them in the episode. But... They're just so funny. And their mama, Susan, is just the best. And she had her hands full with those three. Mm -hmm. But she also, as we learn on the podcast, was often the subject of a lot of their dad's home videos. Yeah. He was like the first Kris Jenner. He videoed their whole childhood. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's amazing. So I'm excited. I love that what we have in common with them is for some reason, we all imitate our mom with, as Jason says, a real country accent. Yeah. Real Texan. We analyze this on the podcast. Why do we do that? They do it. We do it. It's like, it's just whenever we talk about our moms, we go into this deep, you know, Southern country accent. I think it's kind of comforting. It is comforting. It's funny and fun too. Yeah. We also have some really great recipes from this episode. Yeah. We have Shaw style, which is amazing. We made it. Yeah, we made it. We're going to put the recipe up there. And then we also have the panty dropper coffee cake. She gave you the recipe? No, God, no, I wish. No, but we have been able to try it on multiple occasions. I mean, we're not, you guys, like, I have never, I'm not a coffee cake person. No, I know. This is crack. I mean, it is the best, maybe... Now, I'll go as far as to say maybe the best cake, coffee right. cake and cake I've ever had in my life. It is to die for. I would die for that recipe, but she is not going to give it away. It is on lockdown. But maybe we can convince her to make them and we can sell them on our site. I don't yes. know. When I had my Galentine's Day brunch, I said, everybody bring what you want. But Lindsay, you have to bring the coffee cake and don't show up at my house unless you have it. It is insane in the membrane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's get into it. Excited to introduce Lindsay, Colin, and Jason Shaw. Well, I do have to say that since the inception of this podcast, there's one group of siblings that we've been really excited to have, and that is the Shaw siblings, Jason, Colin, and Lindsay Shaw. So welcome, Woo! you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome, I can't wait siblings. To disappoint <laughs> with that kind of intro. Yeah, right. No disappointment here. Uh, So a little background for our audience. Lindsay and I went to high school together. Um, In freshman year, we just became instant friends and really have shared a love of sarcastic humor ever since and still to this day. And um, as far as interaction with Colin and Jason, I think like every other one of Lindsay's friends, we just all had giant crushes on them. And they were just these older 
you know, handsome boys that we are like, oh, they're so much older than us <laughs> and they're in college and they pop in here and there with Thanksgivings and Christmas. But, you know, they were much older, so we didn't really have a relationship. You just but, oogle over them. Exactly. Yeah. So I first met y'all's mom, Susan, when I was in high school. And I just remember her being this tall, beautiful, sweet woman. And you and you know, Lindsay and your mom look just alike. And she just was this wonderful person to be around. So tell us a little bit about your mom, Jason. You know, she's really unique. You know, while we're friends now, obviously we're adults, but she is uh, still my mom and she'll still pull me aside and correct me if I'm doing something I shouldn't be doing <laughs> or, you know, uh, suggest certain things. So she's, you know, just the perfect balance of that, you know, that friend now, but also the, uh, you know, she's still your mom. She seems really special. Colin, what was it like growing up around your dinner table at home? Our dinner table was, uh, you know, every night, pretty traditional in that sense. <clears throat> Mom made a, a point to, uh, to get us all around the table. She did work, came home, made dinner. You know, everything was, we weren't a takeout family. We weren't a, you know, order pizza a lot family. So the dinner table was, I wouldn't say it was, you know, a lot of crosstalk conversation and super enlightening sociopolitical <laughs> conversations. You know, it was, uh, it was probably the moment where everybody stopped for the first time that day. Um, and, uh, and just kind of took a breath, you know, a lot of times my mom and my dad would, would kind of talk about their days and we would sit there uh, interspersed with some uh, some table manner correction. Sure, you know, that's, that's, that's important. Always, uh, I love to hear that. In the arm for elbows on the table. Oh, oh yeah, sure. Yeah, you didn't you didn't know that you were being paid attention to until right. uh, yeah until you started singing at the, the table. Yeah, yeah. Um, Your mom worked. What did she do? Uh, yes, she was an admin most of her life, and then uh, worked closely for the Deadmans for years. Uh, and the Deadmans are a family here in town who develop country clubs and uh, resorts and golf courses, things like that. It was great because she would be at work around nine yep. and usually would be off by three. So Perfect. it was a full time job, but yet still able to take us to school to pick us up. It was and have dinner really on the table. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. It's nice. She took a nap. I, you know, there was always a 15 minute <laughs> nap during Oprah. I just remember she, she got the kids home. Lay down. Oprah was on the TV 15, 20 minutes and then up to uh, to make dinner. Yep. Sounds a woman perfect. after my own heart. Yeah, we were. Yeah. I mean, she was always, you know, it was always the, you know, if you call it the three square meal kind of deal. It was never a bowl of chili or something real simple. It was always fruit, vegetable and everything. And as you got older and you got more discerning as a kid and your tastes and what you would and would not eat. Luckily for us, we had dogs that were <laughs> yeah. perfect uh, disposal mechanisms. Right. If surreptitiously could be fed under the table with a cough into a napkin and then fed them underneath the table. <laughs> I, I don't think I ate green beans for almost a year and a half. I was served plenty, but I don't think I ate it that much. But so. she was a good cook. Do you remember? She a, oh, she yeah. She was. She was a great cook. I mean, she just cooked all of the meatloaf and pork chops and square meals and and i think everybody has like their you know you have your the menu right like it's 12 yeah, dishes the regular 15 dishes yep. you know you right. rotate them through uh you may change it up you know but no everything was delicious not a lot of surprises yeah. right like you know you can tell by the uh, pots that were out when you came yeah, home you, know, you, yeah, you knew what, what, <laughs> what you were having but uh you know because everything was geared towards you know efficiency so Lindsay, tell us 
some of your favorite dishes that Susan made? Um, well, one that we would always be excited that she was layering up would be um, what we in our house called Mexican food. Mm. It was Mexican food <laughs> night. And it was just basically um, burrito pie, is what some other people call it. But I mean, it was just a layered up burritos and Ormel chili warmed up in the microwave and white rice and, uh, you know, cheese and lettuce and tomatoes and everything. And that was, that was Mexican just sort of a night. fun night, Mexican night. Right. And would you do that like buffet style? Would you each come no, no, and make your no, own no, no, or no, she would plate any, it? No, no. She would plate you. everything. I mean, okay. you know, because hmm. if that was the case, I don't know that we would have added the Special lettuce or lettuce. tomatoes right. or anything. No. Just rice we didn't really have much control over any of that. Yeah. Yeah. Just Does, rice and chili. Does the Hormel chili go on top of the rice? So it's, and oh, where do the Fritos fit in? Okay, right, yeah. Right. Is there a specific? Yes. There is. Oh, yes. Because 100%. there's the rice, and then there's the, the Fritos. There's the Fritos, the rice, and then the chili, and then the All cheese the toppings, to yeah. kind of melt, melt over the warm mm-hmm. chili, it's and then the cold veggies on top. And we all still make that it, or some every, you do every, every Sunday night. Uh, like, uh, we do. Uh, really? So I, yeah. yeah, we all make it. And I'll tell you that when I met my wife uh, 20 years ago and um, uh, who is um, Hispanic. And uh, I think I did tell her that I was making Mexican food. <laughs> she who was raised in the Valley and ate, you know, real Mexican or Tex-Mex food every night. And um, I, th- I don't know if it was the Fritos, the white rice versus Mexican <laughs> rice, the chili versus the, chili like the canned chili or something like that. So um, yeah, so she said we weren't allowed to call it Mexican food anymore, <laughs> but she does love it. Oh, good. As simple as it is. She calls it Shaw style. Yeah. So we, I guess it started as Shaw style Mexican food yeah. as a slight, and now it's uh, Shaw style. So <laughs> okay. because it's obviously, Hilarious. you know, as you can tell, it's pretty easy to make. Well, we're going to put that recipe up on our website and we're going to call it Shaw style. And, and do you well, still use the Hormel chili? Is that still part of it? You, you make your say, own ground beef? Wolf or? Brand chili. Yes, oh, I would have. Oh. Wolf brand chili. Hormel's a sponsor of the correct, podcast, so we are going to fit it in somewhere. Could be. Well, now right. Wolf Brand's yeah. going to we'll be a sponsor. We'll let them fight over us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you are right. I think I've, we've evolved ours to just being ground beef. You're right. Just to oh, okay. Okay. I actually make my own chili. That was my dad's recipe, and mm. and I like having that, and I like having some frozen in the um, freezer. freezer. Yeah, uh, mm. and then that's where I keep it, and then you know just some um, you know ready to go for taco salad or Shaw style or you know nachos or. Whatever. You Love what? that. I always think too. It's not just that, but we'd always have it on the the bamboo uh, plate holder. Yes. It's the only thing yeah. we ate on paper plates for some yes. reason. And we would have the, the paper plate <laughs> and the, right. the cheapest paper plates you could do that wouldn't hold up like a, a napkin on them. <laughs> And you put that bamboo like uh, a wicker holder kind of, yeah. you know, underneath yes, it. Yes, I know exactly what you're yeah, talking about. We had those yeah. too. Yeah. With the little plastic white paper plates that yep. are the yes. little divots. They were like yep, rattan. Exactly right yeah, oh, yeah. wow. I want to bring those back. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. I love it. And was your dad a good cook as well? He liked to make a good cocktail. Like he liked that. Um, Boy, a, like bouillon, whatever we call it. The bull shot. Okay, just kind we of need to know what this interesting, is. Well, it's sort of like a different kind of, well, Colin, you would know better. It's kind of like a Bloody Mary. It, no, it's just a, it's a bouillon. Uh-huh. It's like bouillon with vodka. Yeah. That sounds it's a bullshot. amazing. Yeah, it, it actually And is. I'm and it was, trying it tomorrow morning. Yeah. And do you do it, it over ice? And it was like, huh. you would buy the like Campbell's beef bouillon right. cans. Yes. <laughs> 
Oh like my just God. not like, like it wasn't like bullion cubes or he didn't make his own stock, obviously, like whatever. It was like a like can of beef stock. Just yeah. a can of yeah. Campbell's. Yeah. With yeah. vodka over ice. Yeah. And like maybe like a little hot sauce if you want and everything. But yeah, pretty, oh. he was pretty simple about it. Oh my God. Don't Imagine you, Whitney, if we put like some Worcestershire in there exactly. and maybe a little lemon juice. Yep. I mean, that know, sounds divine. Today's version would be like, get your beef bone broth. Right. Yeah. Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking that yes. back to LA yes. and I'm going to make millions of dollars yeah. selling the bone broth. The cocktail. Bone. <sighs> okay. Jason, um, what was the worst dish that Susan made? Gosh. Egg salad. Aside for the green beans. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, I remember this. It's so funny how you certain people, you remember things and your, you know, your siblings may not. Um, I remember my mom giving me the, uh, it was some sort of unwritten agreement that you can have one food that I will never make you eat. Like Ooh. no matter what, this off limits. So you can have it if you want, but otherwise you don't have to. And for me, it was just spinach, steamed spinach. It's just disgusting to me. <laughs> and so I, she would serve it to the table and I just sat there and didn't have that it, was your at, free pass. That was my free pass. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. I yeah. like that idea. Mm -hmm. yeah. One of the things that we that came up as we were going through this process and getting ready for this uh, podcast was, you know, shared experiences and memories and talking and stories. But there definitely did uh, come up some things that were not shared experiences. So I don't remember that at all. Yeah, he said. Yeah. And I think it's we're you're at different ages. So you maybe get myopic, like everything is, you know, happening to you and everybody else, but age difference, like Lindsay, you know, I left home when Lindsay was 13. So she's got about five years worth of experiences and memories that maybe they were new. Maybe they came up mm -hmm. traditions that I wasn't a part of. Right. Or, you know, in Jason two years prior to that. So, totally. but I don't remember the uh, one food because mine would have been meatloaf. Um, and as good of a cook as my mom was, um, she did not make a good meatloaf. And, and I think that what really dug it in was because it was tried, it was sold to me as some kind of like same thing as a hamburger type right. tagline or, you know, like, it's just like, you know, cause it's ground beef and yeah. tomato sauce or something right. like that. It's just like so eating I a just, hamburger. Yeah. So you it was doubly, so. uh, yeah. um, offensive to me. <laughs> Still to this day, is meatloaf offensive to you? No, I like other people's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just not us. Good. Lindsay, what was your worst dish? What was the worst dish your mom made? It was egg salad. I, because, and I would get, I would be so annoyed if I would walk in the door and because I could just smell oh, it and yeah. I would it's just, a distinct no, smell. Yes. It's just an awful, but I mean, that's just an egg salad thing for me. Yeah. That was yeah. my just, fault. I told her when I was like 10 years old that, that I liked I egg salad and <laughs> she rode with us. <laughs> Sure did. And I feel like it was definitely like when she was kind of mad at me about something or I was in trouble and she's like, mm, guess what's for dinner? Spite, spite food. Yeah. <laughs> did she eat egg salad? I don't think so. She does not. She will not eat eggs no. to this day. So she just made you guys egg salad for dinner and then yeah, was, just. We did have it a lot. So she made it. Oh. Well, she really hated Lindsay yeah, a lot. That's true. Well, yeah. yeah. You knew, like, you we knew were, mom was pissed off at Lindsay when there was egg salad uh -huh, for dinner. The, in the yeah. bowl. Yeah, we What'd you do? <laughs> yeah. Lindsay. <laughs> Lindsay, can you remember a kitchen conundrum that Susan got herself into? Gosh. Um, and if Lindsay can't, then the rest of the brothers. So our dad, um, was a very ahead of the time as far as videoing things. Right. And he 
So in I, the, the reason I bring that up is because we can go back now. He, in fact, when he retired, put a whole 35 DVD set together of in its catalog. So when my kids want to see what I look like when I was nine years old, my nine year old birthday party, I can look at a list and see it's disc seven, chapter seven and who of that my friends were there. It's unbelievable. So we would go back and we watch these videos. And when you see the videos of our house, the house that we mainly grew up in and the size of the kitchen and it is like it is like a, a small powder bath. It seems it's small, like in I today's remember. world. Mm-hmm. And how with all three, I would be doing the dishes, mm-hmm. and Colin would be getting in the fridge, and Mom would be making something in this little bitty space. I mean, we had the space saver, you know, appliances that would be hot attached to the cabinets <laughs> up above and things like that. It's fascinating that they could do the things we do. Right. I mean, even nowadays, I think my kitchen sometimes isn't big enough, and it's and it never way. seemed cramped. No, uh, never yeah, did. Right. Until Black I watched those Decker videos. made an undermount appliance we had. <laughs> yeah, there were a lot up under there. Yeah, yeah. The holidays can make for some of the best memories and the most hilarious ones at that. So what was it like during Christmas at the Shaw House? And what are some of the standout stories? I mean, we... we I know, I guess as Colin said earlier about the age. So by the time we moved in, in I guess, 1980, 81, we moved into our, the house that most of us had our formative years in. And it was a big enough house that we could entertain and have family over. So to me, the holidays were always extended family and always staying at the house. And, you know, you as a kid, you know, oh, your aunt Nancy and your uncle, you know, Jay and Karen and Terry and blah, blah, blah are all here. And you just, you think, God, this is great. This family. And they all get together and they all look at my dad and talking to Terry. They just love each other. And they're just so happy. And it's, it's funny that when you get older and then you talk to your dad or your mom and you say, was that fun having it? Hell no. You know, like that a-hole didn't do this. It just, they would just go, you know, you just think when you're a kid, you're, you yeah, got it's all, one viewpoint. It's mm-hmm. all great. It's all great and merry. You don't know there's actually drama in families. Well, Colin, did you help with the decorating around Christmas time? Were you involved in... I know what you're getting at. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to set the record straight. We're here to relitigate the story of the fire. <laughs> so we, you know, of course, fireplace, gas fireplace, mm-hmm. mantle over the top. So we went all, relatives notwithstanding, we did, my parents and my mom specifically went all out for Christmas. Mm-hmm. A lot of decorations, all of the pomp and circumstance. So the house was fully decorated. And one year she had a bunch of holly or garland, garland or something <laughs> on the mantle. Like and real, it was real, live or real, dead like garland. Not the fake stuff that yeah. we have now. The real, like house. dried, yeah. And she, my mother, put candles like little votive candles yeah. nested in it and then uh and then i think one of these events one of these get-togethers that we have i was told to light those candles <laughs> you know we had the the stick lighter or whatever maybe matches i don't I, know yeah, I, I don't think, yeah. so i went through and i lit them and then you know promptly just turned around and walked away <laughs> I don't know how much time passed, but well, enough for our house to catch fire. There was that stuff caught fire. So what kind of time I is that? I think the whole deliberation is whether or not I 
caught did it on fire or if it was the fact that somebody put votive candles amidst uh, mess or trying greenery. to blame mom or huh. like, uh-huh. pretty sure just because there's a car and, on the road if you a, hit it in I don't the know, car 12 year old in charge of lighting it <laughs> so whatever I'll take it it did I mean it went it went, it went we had a big so you look over and the garland is on fire yeah who the realizes on fire. This? it's like and it, it flames up you know over the rest of the fireplace <laughs> and it starts you know kind of like licking the roof you know <laughs> yeah, like a, a cathedral ceiling. cathedral or whatever. I don't know who, I assume my father took a pillow and just, he took a pillow and just with one swipe just knocked it all off the to the ground, right. basically, to spread, you know, to kind of you know, knock it out. Probably, yeah. So, well, yeah, make, so it's harder to put out. Make yeah. sure the curtains got there, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. I mean, it was, it was probably seconds away from getting up into the attic, yes. and then that would have been all she wrote and that you know, for Christmas. Was, that was, there was no fire extinguisher used, there was no fire department called, your no, dad no, came no. in like a hero. I mean, and I don't. And so Lindsay reminded me. So we did have these stockings that my uh, aunt, my mom's sister had made for us one year when we were babies or something like that. Yeah. And my cousins had one and we had one and she made one for everybody in the family. So there was about 12 of them up there. Beaded, Just you know, yeah. Yeah. all hand done, different designs, all hand done. And so, and we still have those and they bear the singe. Yes, they do. No. They are all singed in different places (laughs) because I think in the sweeping off of the mantle, they all, you know, they were all hanging off the mantle. I think it's a beautiful memory of the day. Yeah. I enjoy it every year. That's amazing. And wasn't there some kind of instrument involved? Oh, yeah. There was a Stradivarius violin, violin. frame that? above that. Uh, just a violin that was framed that was from my, our dad's dad, right? Somewhere, I yeah. I think. Long way back. Violin that was framed and just had damaged. to. Inter- and damaged. Yes. Yeah. The frame was. And so had to have that. Colin. I know. Colin. I never what Christmas didn't you do again. something? <laughs> you never played the not a lot of bullshot drinkers have a Stradivarius. <laughs> Strange well, combination. I was telling Lance, my husband, this story, and he's like, oh, my God, was it okay? I'm like, I don't even know what that is. He's like, it's like a really nice violin. And I was like, okay. Okay. Yeah, I had no idea. He knew so much about violins. That's amazing. Speaking of tradition and food with Christmas, I mean, we since all of us were tiny, have pretty much carried on doing the like same six or seven things, whether they're breakfast items or appetizers or whatever. Yes. And so just, you know, and the same recipes, you know, every Christmas, the, every Christmas. Yes. And so, you know, we have the sausage balls and coffee cake mm. and poppy seed bread and everything for breakfast. And then wow. poker time, you know, we'll, we'll have, um, you know, the Chex Mix and the fudge. And- so yeah, that coffee cake is a, is a story. Oh. So back when, uh, I mean, coffee cake, I mean, what a great invention, mm. right? Like, you oh. can have cake in the morning and mm-hmm. it's justified. That's yeah. great. Right. So we grew up eating this coffee cake. And as Colin said earlier, uh, our mom worked for the Deadmans, and the Deadmans would buy this coffee cake from this woman that was by, by Love Field here in Dallas. And they spent 20, was it $20 or $40? Gosh, was no, it? I think back then maybe it was, yeah, 30 or $40. Did, I mean, back in the eighties, I was one for uh, coffee, a coffee, one coffee cake. Right. I mean, that was, all, and so we, I mean, good Lord, it was That's like the, $200 today. It's yeah. ridiculous. And That's so how good it was, it was amazing. And Lindsay stayed in touch with her. It was she very worked out of her house. 
She, she, the that's, person who I don't know if that's right. I did not work out of her. No, Lindsay. <laughs> I don't know if it was. Her life. So no, <laughs> no uh, the person they bought it from yeah. worked out of her house. She, she was an all She cakes. cooked out of her house. Exactly. Ruby cooked out of her house. Okay. And she was just about the nicest. For, I mean, she was just off, out of a movie. I mean, she yeah, was stereotypical. Just, is, uh, just this amazing Christian, sweet, beautiful, yeah. sweet woman who had not had a good go of it in mm-hmm. her own life, but you'd never know it. And so. My right. mom would always, you know, would take me over there just to sit with her for, you know, 20 minutes or 30 minutes each year. And How then sweet. I kind of went over there on my own a few times. And there was actually a book uh, written about Ruby was her name. And so um, about Ruby. But anyway, one of the last times that I went over there, um, gosh, I guess like eight or 10 years ago, she shared her coffee cake recipe with me. <gasps> oh, that's huge. And then she forgot that she did. Yeah. <laughs> she, yeah. Really, she just turned around she, and Lindsay and was I, rifling like, through oh, her recipe book. Right. Picture, no, um, but she... Uh, <laughs> But she did. So she shared it with me. And this was, I mean, this was how she made the her majority money. of her money. Yes. And, and you wow. know, she just w- wasn't really doing it as um, as often. And so she shared it with me. And then our family, you know, our family is the only one who has, has, it, the, has recipe? the recipe. And so a couple of years ago, Jason, he's a bit competitive. And so yeah. he and I kind of had a coffee cake. Off, off. We had two coffee cakes. Yeah. Who and won? Yeah. Who won? I actually think it might have been a tiebreaker. What? You? Did no, they it, taste the same? No, no. Mine won. Like it was like a landslide. Wait, what? <laughs> you can go ahead. And it just the depends. Answer. I mean, what are you going? So he, so he did it the wrong way. And the it, recipe is awesome. It's one of these recipes where it says, yeah, uh, yeah. you need a oven at 350 and then in parentheses, I use 375. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. One like teaspoon. I use three which do I? Why did you write the one if it's the other? I'm right. so confused. It's just been modified yes. over the years. She knows oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What kind of coffee cake is it? Delicious. Yeah. Awesome. But like, it's, um, is it a cream cheese? Is no, it a cinnamon no, swirl? It's mainly, not even that. It's not even that complicated a recipe, really. But it is. You just, just got to figure out just the so, right. Exactly. That's what it is. And so that's what I've done. And I taught him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not what the results of the. Coffee cake off said, but um, I just was happy to have a piece. I don't know. <laughs> okay, we I, I, Switzerland over there. Here's what we got. So, you know, my our mom makes these insane brownies, um, praline brownies, and mm-hmm. she will never give the recipe out. Right, like, right. never. Right. I had to get it from my sister. Yeah. The recipe. <laughs> she wouldn't even give it to you. No. Um, so, we were talking to her about it on the podcast, and I said, well, let's put a button for it and sell them. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if, if need be, we can have Lindsay whip up some coffee cakes and sell them on our website. I will. I would be more than I <laughs> yeah. would be more than happy. Colin just, want ex- just, Colin just insulted you and said Lindsay's never worked a day in her life. Well, you're about to become a millionaire <laughs> with the coffee cake. You're going to sell more on our website than you could ever would, dream of. It's going to be on. be about par for the course. <laughs> you do need. Comments. I know, right? It's going to be on Oprah's favorite things in two years. <laughs> I know that Courtney and I both had our fair share of car troubles, wrecks, anything involving driving. We've done it. And I uh, I think that Jason might have a little bit of a doozy that involved Susan at one point with a mm. Mustang. 
Yeah, so we did. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't. It's just the it's the the family tradition things that uh, you know it means something to just the family, you know. And, mm-hmm. and we we always like to pretend like we're asleep when someone else walks in the room. And <laughs> it, it it it's it's funny the first time, and then it's not funny for like the next twenty times, and then it really starts to get funny again. <laughs> And so my mom, had, I was, I'd seen my mom on the way home and I had a standard uh, Mustang yeah. that I was driving. And A standard uh, for those people that don't know is a five speed yeah, car where you use right. a clutch and a, yeah, yep. they don't make many of those point. anymore. Stick yeah, shift. stick shift. Right. That's right, Colin. Thank you. So, and we had a, um, like a porta cachet. So mm-hmm. that's how we would park. So. I was uh, a porta cachet for people who don't know. <laughs> architects <It's> a carport. <laughs> I was gonna say, and we lived on a cul-de-sac. For those it's people also who a don't know, circle. is a circle. Amazing. So anyway, as I as I race down the circle and I get into the driveway, and I know I've got her beat, and I know she, I don't know why, because it's no point, and I haven't seen she hasn't turned into the circle yet. So man, I'm gonna really get her good, and I'm gonna go and pretend like I'm asleep. <laughs> So I get into the port to the to the Port-a-sh- carport and I uh, and I hop out and I run inside and I and I lay down in, in my bed which is right inside the first door and I'm pretending like I'm asleep. Well, during this time, my mom has turned into the circle and she's coming down the street. And as the the, the driveway's got a real slow uh, slope away from where I came in, and it goes back towards a fence and then to an alley in the back. And forgetting to put the car either in gear or the brake on, because that was so important to pretend like I was asleep. (laughs) And this car slowly starts driving, and there's nothing my mom can do. And it's just building speed, building speed, and then it goes down a real sharp ramp, crashes into the fence, fence comes down, crashes into the hood. Uh, You know, so that and my mom comes in, and I just think, boy, I've really got her. I'm I'm pretending like I'm asleep. She is going to really think this is funny. You didn't hear any of this? No, I was I, when I pretend like I'm asleep, he buddy. I am in. He really feels I am asleep. in character. She is in. He actor. is in REM. Okay. Yeah, I am straight. <laughs> and uh, needless to say, uh, my justification didn't really warrant the uh, the damage that I'd caused. So, so yeah. So what did she come in and say? Yeah, what did you hear? I really don't remember. Those those things that you what black she thought out. When she just pulled into the driveway and one there of the goes cars the car. was just ghost <laughs> driving out the back. She knew. She knew I was racing home, so she knew yeah. I was being a jackass. Yeah. So she knew I'd forgotten. And it doesn't matter whether I'd forgotten or not. The car went into the fence and I was driving it. Therefore, it's my fault. And so, yeah, that was um, not good. Still driving into the fence and nobody in it. Right. In, like, right. Go? And I'm giggling as I'm pretending to be asleep. <laughs> and she's yeah. like, I know that jackass is in there pretending <laughs> uh-huh. to be asleep. Uh-huh. He's yeah. in so much yeah. trouble. You thought you got like. Abducted. Revelation. Yeah, exactly. To taken to heaven. And right. Just empty car He's just gone. Around. Yeah. Did so. you get your car taken away for at least a week or? I'm sure I did. More? Yeah, sure because it had car. to go to the body shop. Oh, I actually have a funny story about, about your family suburban. When Lindsay and I were freshmen in high school, uh, we were going to go to the Sadie Hawkins dance, which mm-hmm. is the girls ask the guys dance. And I was dating Brian and you were with Taylor. I had somehow convinced my girlfriend's older sister to buy us all alcohol. And I had it at my house and I put it in a duffel bag and I like wrapped it all individually up. And my dad goes out to, you know, take me to the car. And he's like, give me your bag. I'll carry it. I'm like, oh, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> and he's like, what? 
business. Yeah, right. And I'm like, shoes, um, everybody needed uh, shoes for yeah. the dance because of the heels. And he's like, I don't know about this. <laughs> Why you're so, carrying like everybody's shoes. When, yeah, that's yeah. an odd As thing. Correct. So he, no one else is so with you except you. So he puts it in you. the back of our red Suburban. We get out at Lindsay's and I'm like, go in there. And I'm like, oh my God, I think my parents know. I think they know I've got the alcohol. So meanwhile, my dad's like, Whitney's bag's real heavy. And my mom's like, well, what's in it? And she's like, he's like, I don't know. It's her privacy. And she's like, fuck that. And they get in the back and they like unzip the bag and start just rolling out the oh Zimas oh, and, the the bars and the wine oh, coolers and the boons and like all of it. And so they, Lindsay gets in the car and we go to pick up the next date and anytime we turn a corner, it's like, clink, 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 clink. Well, didn't dad rev the engine and turn really oh, fast? Oh, I was like, sure, so that he did. Boom, boom, so he's pulled boom, boom, it all boom, out boom. of the bag at this point. Oh, it's yeah. Rolling around oh, it is rolling around in the all back. All you hear is the clinking of the wine awesome. coolers. And we are like, oh. That is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and then they drop us off at Macaroni Grill for dinner. And my dad's like, here's your bag, honey. See ya for church at 8.30 in the morning. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> so then we go to Amber's for the after party. And Brian gets so drunk, like beyond drunk. And Randall, y'all's dad, comes yeah. to pick us up. Was your mom in the car too? No, I don't think so. Just your dad. Yeah. Yeah. And so he comes to pick us <laughs> up. We're, we're in the back. I'm with Brian. And he just starts vomiting. Oh, in the car? Yes. Oh, yes. In the suburban? Yep. Oh, yes. Yep. In right, behind, right behind dad, right behind the driver's seat. <laughs> yeah, oh right behind. Gosh. And he is, and I'm like, oh God, oh God. Uh, yeah. And just puking everywhere in, on the floorboard. And so we get home and I remember your dad like goes and gets the hose. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like hosing out the vomit of the car. <laughs> oh my God. What is such a clear indication of how the youngest was treated versus oh. previous generations because well and probably boys first oh yeah. right 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 uh, right you know oh, so it, for nobody, sure you know, maybe it was a daughter versus a son or yes yeah yeah but but my question is why wouldn't dad mom and dad confiscate the wine coolers they just wanted they gave them oh no 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 they kept them rolling yeah. in the back of the yeah. car and, and just gave, gave me the bag drink no no no, no just no. gave yeah. me the empty bag oh, they, got, they did okay brian got drunk some, off some of other piece. something All else yes okay. Thank I, you i'm for sorry clarifying. i should have said brian would have been the one with the hose <laughs> oh yeah. uh, what was dad doing yeah. during this while he's throwing up behind dad driving i can't imagine continuing the drive home i mean just i mean i'm sure he or he had, you know, I also remember your, your dad used to drive around with, um, like a Bud Light or whatever it was with a Coke can cover. Do you well, remember that? He do, he would, if he had that, he would do that. Like, it's like on, I don't know, like on our trip to Arizona or something, he had Maybe. like the Coke, Coke can cover. Yeah. It used to be a more common, obviously. I still, oh, yeah. I still love a roadie i mean thank yes. god for ubers and altos these days you just bring your own so you know we've we've discussed this a little bit but we know your dad was notorious for having a camcorder attached to his hand at all times which probably meant your mom was on the other end of the lens a lot of the time so tell us about one particular incident in steamboat Lindsay. 
as you said, dad always had the video camera. And I mean, he would rather be doing that than partake in whatever activity was going on or dinner or whatever it was. And so um, they had taken us to Steamboat and I don't know, I was maybe around 11 or 12 years old and mom had, this was maybe the second time that she had ever skied in her life. <laughs> And um, she was no athlete. Let's not she, sugarcoat it. She, but she is now. Uh, that's true. But that, <laughs> yeah. back then she was not. <laughs> she just hadn't been skiing much, you know. And so, um, so dad is, <laughs> dad, uh, our dad is on the side of the mountain. And first off, I, m mom and I had ridden up in the ski lift, and I just thought it would be funny to like clank my skis together, and one of them just fell off. And so mom's like, oh, that's perfect. And so that was when, so then, you know, she's having to walk down. And so dad's commenting about, oh, well, I guess Susan's walking down to get her ski. And then in the next, in the next uh, scene, you see, you know, I've gotten my ski back, and then, you know, mom's kind of in front of me, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> <laughs> she just runs into kind of slowly. I mean, it was a green for sure. Like sl runs into a woman, <laughs> takes her out <laughs> and takes her out, you know, and she's like, Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. I mean, yep, yep. just so polite as always and everything <laughs> she runs into her. And then she just, I mean, just kind of eats it and is lying there. And so I'm there and I've just taken ski school. And so I really know what I'm doing. Yeah. And so I'm trying to, you know, kind of help her up. Dad's over there with the video camera saying like, hey, Lindsay, Lindsay, move out of the way. Like this. He's, just, he's close enough that you can obviously, y'all can hear him. We can so it's hear not like y'all are up the mountain. He probably have taken five steps and just lifted mom up. Right. But he wasn't going to because he we wanted wouldn't have the video. Yeah. Right. He wanted to see her struggle. He wanted to see her struggle. So I mean, yeah, this drama. went on, I mean, gosh, I, I don't know, for like at least a minute and a half or two minutes, which is a long easy. time easy. when you are easy. Right. So, you know, she, she's so she keeps and then she just kind of can't get up and he keeps just kind of barking at both of us until finally my mom just says, like, Randall, turn off that fucking camera. Again. And then that's when, like, right then it just cut and then on to another happy family. He knew, he knew when he went too far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. as an 11 year old or however old, did you know that he was asking you to move out of the Absolutely. way so that she, he could get a better angle Absolutely. of her struggling I, to get I up? I mean, this guy was something else ahead of his time. Yes. I would have known that if I was five years old. I, I think he, I think your dad and Chris Jenner would have been really good friends. <laughs> like, I feel like they could have come up with something big. All right. Now it's time for some dessert. Uh, we want to close out the show with some rapid fire questions. Colin, in one word, describe your mom. Was the rapid fire part of this? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know, tough. rapid. Um, gosh, I feel like we've we've talked so much about her. I guess if I had to, uh, you know, choose one word, it'd just be, you know, kind of singular. Singular? Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lindsay, your word for your mom? Same question? Yeah. Oh, I would have been thinking about that yeah, the whole time. I'm going to go ahead it? and start. Ow. Loyal? I'd say complete. I mean, she's like, a, or Aww, maybe an yeah. anchor, you know, just, she's just such a basis for the family. Such a first child answer. Yeah. Right. yeah. And change, the third like answer, so, answer. Yeah, I know. Let's swipe, swipe that. Yeah. That brings us to this next question is who is her favorite? Jason. 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 For sure. Jason. Probably. <laughs> All right. So, um, Lindsay, who makes your mom laugh the most? 
Mm, that's probably a mix between the two of them. No, the Jason Colin, and Colin. 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 Well. Colin. I, I think we share think... a sense of humor. Yep. So That's sweet. Yeah. For all of you, let's start with Jason. But uh, best advice you got from mom? I was dating someone in college. She gave me a book. I think it was by Dr. Laura. said that Tim... <laughs> It was, it's a subtlety, right? Like she can't just say you can't date her. So it was, it was 10 stupid things men do to mess up their lives. And one of them was like exactly what I was Mm -hmm. doing. It resonated with the girl I was dating at the time. And, and then, and she was right. And, but I would have never, she'd have just said, you really can't date her Mm -hmm. because you're just, and I'd have been like, no way. But it was that, that thoughtful Mm -hmm. way. And it, you know, it kind of. That's good I mean, parenting. Approach yes. it. Yeah, it was a good way to approach and, it. And in the book, when you open it up, was it like highlighted? Yeah, one second. Look at number seven, especially. <laughs> Stickered and, and yeah. dog-eared. Uh-huh. Yeah, real subtle. It's like, just real break subtle. up with her was yeah. what was highlighted. Yeah, you got what you wanted. But. Bottom line. Well, my mom says, she goes, listen, you might not listen to all the advice I'm going to give you. You can take it or leave it, but I'm still going to give it to you. Exactly. Yes. So, okay. why, yes. Do, why do you, as we do as well, mimic your mom very country. Oh, yeah. Because, she, well, well because. your mom and your dad definitely well, have accents. First of all, mom definitely. No. I, it, or do well, they? No. I haven't been around your mom in so long. She doesn't. So. But that's a fine. But you remember her as having one. I do. And then it's seen these lose it? videos. So Big time in the videos. Yes. For sure. Mama yes. Ashley definitely has an accent. It's not as strong as we make, make it, it out to right. be, but, but there are different, right. you know, and exactly. when I was working in LA and, um, I was working at this PR firm when I first moved out there and she'd call, like my whole family would call up there and she'd call and they'd be like, put her on speaker. Put her on speaker. <laughs> yeah. Because they oh, want to hear her accent. When I'm in LA and I'm driving a carpool of kids and my mom calls, I'll be like, Listen to this, yeah, and yeah. then I'm like, "Hi, mom," and she's like, "Hi, what you doing?" <laughs> and all the kids there? are like, Hee! "They like cannot believe the yeah. accent." Yeah. I mean, and it's—I <laughs> don't even think it's that big of a deal, but to other yeah. people right. that don't that live outside of Texas, it's huge. It's uh, awesome. Yeah. deal. It, we do the same. I don't know we why do, we do it, we, but we yeah. do the same thing. Anytime we mimic each other, I mimic him. Real country. <sighs> yeah. Real yeah. country. And she, yeah, or, and mom, like if she hears us, do you know? She, I don't talk like that. Yes. I mean, yeah. Yeah. But then. <laughs> well, like, oh. I hear it all in y'all yeah. more than, you know, because I'm just not in Texas every day, but, and I yeah. miss it and I'm going to come back. When, anyway. Y'all both have really good ones when you want to, I tell you. Well, oh, you gosh, can turn it on real yeah. quick. Yeah. Yeah. Like I know y'all can too. And I kid you not, they are spot on for Mama Ashley. I mean, it's exact. it really is how she sounds. I mean, yeah, and, it is. Yeah, it is, it, yeah she's the best. Yeah, she well, is. speaking of that, is there anything else, sis, that we need to wrap up with these shawl kids? I don't think so. Y'all really brought it today. Rebel. Have you enjoyed b- sharing stories with each other today? Not been, particularly. No. How, is it, how long have we been here? Hours. What's damn it, Lindsay? You guys have such a beautiful family, and it's so nice that you all live. And I mean, it's so incredible that you live in the same city yes. and you're I mean, able to carry on these five miles of traditions. Other, yeah. I yeah. mean, it's it's rare one that you're that you have this. And thank you so much for sharing all of this thank with us you. today. Well, we'll sign off here. You guys this has been amazing thank you so much for uh for coming on and us being together this is amazing love you and we love you love your your shows thank you so much for listening to hey sis eat this if you lol'd peed your pants a little bit or even smirked please hit subscribe 
if you haven't already. And feel free to rate and review, but only if it's positive. Also, visit our website for recipes and to sign up for our newsletter at heysiseatthis.com.